Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. Yep. Dude, hey. Hey, dude. Hey, what's going on? We are in the 90s now. 1991, to be exact, if I remember correctly. 1991. Yeah. yeah. Hanging out with uh, Sean Astin. Sean Astin and the Toy Soldiers. So I was looking up things about 1991, and then I'm just not going to, because all I'm looking up for the Gulf War crap, and no one wants to hear about that. Yeah, we've heard so, about it enough. I let's think. talk about the 1991 film Toy Soldiers. It's an action film directed by Daniel Petrie Jr. Yep. Starring Sean Astin, a young Will Wheaton, Louis Got. Is it Louis or Louis? I've always said Louis, but that's an interesting question. I don't know. It could be Louis Gossett Jr. Louis, I think. Louis Gossett Jr., Andrew oh. Divoff, always said Louis. Mason Adams. Den Holm Elliott. It's um, a lot of people I don't know. Yeah. And Louis Gossett Jr., Will Wheaton, and Sean Astin are the billing that people actually know. For real. Yeah. So, shall we give them a synopsis? Let's I think it. so. Yeah, sure. Colombian terrorist Luis Cali takes an American prep school hostage as Ooh, a means of gaining. How do we know that's not Louis? How do we know it's Luis? How do you go about pronouncing it? Luis. In Spanish, there's generally an accent on the I, meaning you do want to stress on the last part of the word, the is part of the word. Luis. Luis. But apart from that, it's very easy, just like Luis. Just say Luis. That's all. That's all you need to know. Could be Louis. He said Luis in there. Which is why I said it that way. It's a fair point. All right, let's go. Colombian terrorist Louis... Fucking shit. Colombian terrorist Luis Cali takes an American prep school hostage as a means of gaining his drug lord father's freedom. Privileged yet rebellious students, a.k.a. the rejects, find that they are better equipped to deal with the threat than the mostly ineffectual government agencies sent to rescue them. With resourceful Billy as their leader, the students struggle to defeat the terrorists and save the school. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I agree with that. You don't like the synopsis? As as we'll find out, they didn't really do a hell of a lot. Like, they sat around drawing. Well, that's what and, they struggled. And, yeah, they're, they were struggling to draw pretty pictures for the FBI men. Well, let me ask you this. They were like, what, between 15 and 17, maybe? 14 and Yeah, 17? I mean... That's fair. It's a lot of help for the age group that they're in. What but would like, you do? Oh, I'd be off in the corner hanging out doing fuck all, trying to stay low profile. I would, I think low-key kind of be alright with it, because, you know, no schooling, just free You're meals. hanging out in the quad, like, yeah. I'm a little scared that you're going to get destroyed by an explosion and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. The explosion is the biggest threat there, because yeah. the terrorists, honestly, seem pretty chill. You know, there were some lazy ass terrorists. Part. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, when did you see this movie and what did you think of it at that time? Oh, man. I saw it, uh, who knows what year. I, I, I'm not good with years like that, but, uh, years ago, a long time ago, I was a youngin' and I thought it was amazing. I loved it. It was such a cool movie and it's been like this, like, fun movie memory for all these years until you were like, you want to do Toy Soldiers? And then I watched it again. Shattered. <laughs> and you fucking hate it. It's not great. <laughs> it's, not it's not a great good. movie. It was hard to watch for me. Although I was in the same shoes as you. I remember uh, 
watch it. I was a teenager when I watched it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. That's like, whoa. A Red Dawn and a school? All right. Yeah. This is cool. Plus Sean Astin from the Goonies. I'm mm-hmm. about it. So I, I liked it at the time. And it was pretty, like, you know, fast-paced for me and at that time. But yeah. now I'm just like, yeah. this is boring when as I- shit. When I think of my memories, yeah, it was it was action. I would have called it an action movie right up mm-hmm. until I saw it again. And now it's firmly in drama. That's how it's listed. <laughs> what, is drama or action? It's an action film. Oh, it's not. It's so not. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that I mean, 100%. It starts with the Colombian guys doing some action, and then it just slows right down. It was directed by uh, Daniel Petrie. Yeah. Um, the guy whose name I won't remember. Well, he's the dude that wrote Beverly Hills Cop. No kidding. You would have thought he would do better. Mm-hmm. And Turner and Hooch. Oh, those are big hitters. Right. He wrote those, but, I mean, movies he directed, he directed In the Army Now. Okay. With Paul like Shore. Yeah. <laughs> I remember liking that one. Who knows if I'd like it now. And then... Maybe a couple of television shows, but like oh, was yeah. it. he's mostly a screenwriter or producer. Okay. Yeah, and then we got a pretty good cast too. Of course, we have um, what is it? Sean Astin as the Billy Tepper. Mm-hmm. Billy Tepper, yep. He was of course in the Goonies. He was Rudy and Rudy. Oh, he um, was Rudy. I forgot about that. Yeah, Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I always forget, because in this movie, you know, he's all young and, like, in shape and thin. Like, the rest of his movies, mm-hmm. he's a he's a chunk. But I still yeah. like him. He was, uh, is it Bob from Stranger in, Things? From Stranger Things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back in the 80s. He did do the voice of Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, uh, uh, the latest series, the 2012 to 2017. Oh, okay. And collaborated, uh... And a couple films with Adam Sandler. Adam, oh Sandler, okay. Yeah, I almost said Sandberg for some reason. Adam Sandberg, I don't know him. Andy Sandberg, yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. But uh, yeah, Peralta. Adam, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he was in Click and Fifty First Dates. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. And then Will Wheaton is the mob boss son Joey Trotta. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a Star Trek fan. I didn't know he was in that. I I'm a fairly decent Star Trek fan. He was in the Next Generation, I guess. The Next Generation, along with Wesley Card. Crusher. Wesley Crusher, yep. Not a fan of Wesley Crusher's. No, okay. I had no idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was very robotic in the series. He didn't do a lot of acting. Ah. Uh, I feel like he was better acting in this movie, <laughs> which is not good either. He was Gordy in Stand By Me, which I had no idea. I didn't know that. Now it makes sense. He's a, which was the kid who got the leech on his penis. Oh, okay, yeah, great. That guy. Um, and then he does some uh, tabletop YouTube. Um, yeah, a bunch of gaming tabletop yeah, gaming which stuff. I didn't know about either. That's pretty. He cool. plays D and D online right. with a bunch of people. Yeah. Right. It's all supposedly really popular, but I've never seen any of it. Yeah, I didn't really watch it. Um, no. You got the Dean Edward Parker, played by mm-hmm. Louis Gossett Jr. Uh, Louis. Was, was Louis Gossett Jr. the Dean? I thought the Dean was the other older the gentleman. That's name, I don't remember. Oh, is that not the same yeah, thing? Edwin okay. something, yeah. He was a headmaster. Believe it or not, I did watch this like four times preparing for oh this. Oh my goodness, I watched it twice. Yeah. Um... He's been in quite a few things, too. What was it? Iron Eagle. Yeah. yeah. One, two, and three, I think. And then they did mm-hmm. four and five without him, possibly. He was also in Roots. Roots, okay. Yeah, the uh, 1977 ABC miniseries about the slaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I yeah. really liked him in the movie Firewalker with Chuck Norris. Okay. Yeah, another corny one, but I really like that one. An officer and a gentleman. Okay, man, tr- okay. talk about re- trying to read fast, but no, that's cool. I saw that years years ago. Too dramatic for my taste. Yeah. Um, who else do we have in here? Do we have one guy? E. E. Russell played Henry Hank Giles the second. Third. 
Third. Oh, I messed up. Yeah. Okay. Just add an I there. Hank. Yep. Yeah. Got it. I don't know anything about that guy. No, I don't know who that is. He's, I know. They also had um, Jonathan <laughs> Bradbury, played by Keith Coogan, which yep. in our last uh, episode of uh, he was also in Adventures in Babysitting. Yep. He was is, much younger in that, but uh, still just as annoying. Which is the reason we are watching or watch this movie, dude. <laughs> oh, is that the reason you like this kid? No, the reason we're watching Toy Soldiers because remember last week we talked to uh, talked about movies he was in, mm-hmm. and he was in Toy Soldiers. We're like, oh yeah, we should watch that. Now look at us. Yeah, we're regretting stuck. every word. <laughs> um, and the headmaster, Doctor Robert Gould, is by Denholm Elliott. Okay. He's the he was the dude, and um, he played Marcus Brody in the Indiana Jones series. Yeah, dude, yeah. He was definitely familiar. I, right. I knew that. And he was okay. a butler uh, in Trading Places. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Coleman. <laughs> Goldman? Coleman? Nice. Coleman. Coleman. That's yeah. better. That's a better name. Yeah. It's an all-around better name than Goldman. He unfortunately passed away in 1992, pretty much a that year a after this movie. Pretty crazy. Um, yep. This movie wild. did okay though in the in the theater. Uh, it had a budget of ten million. It made fifteen in the theater. Um, it was number three in its opening weekend. I mean, for what they got it is, two bucks off of me. I paid two bucks for it. Yeah, and, yeah, DVD. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say before we jump in this sucker? Um, I don't think so. Other than just to reiterate that it's not a great movie, so bear with us. It's although you can listen to us talk about it instead of watching it and save yourself uh, about what like forty five minutes. Yeah. Our episode's gonna go about an hour for sure. Something like that. It's more like yeah. a TV movie. The movie starts in Barranquilla, Colombia, at the Palace of Justice. Terrorist Luis Cali is taking over the Palace of Justice with a ruthless team of mercenaries. He demands the release of his kingpin father, Enrique Cali, only to learn that his father has already been delivered to the United States for trial. They escape by helicopter, and with the weapons and logistics assistant of an American named Jack Thorpe. So, um, this intro was very strange to me. The main thing about it is there's no subtitles. There's a lot of Spanish going on, and you're just kind of sitting there going... don't know what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. I only um, know because I watched the movie before. But I heard Padre a couple times. I was like, he's talking about his dad. He's obviously, yeah, obviously a, pissed as he pushes a woman yeah. out the window. He did. He Sparta kicked a woman right out the window. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like, it was, it was action-y, and it, like, started off the movie on a high note. It seemed like it was going to be a really cool, like, terrorist action movie. Right. Um, um, prepare for disappointment. <laughs> right. It's true. I, I will point out, Luis um, Kali is played by Andrew Devoff, which I think okay. he was a cool character in the movie. He was very uh, yeah. menacing. He looks like a villain to me. Um, yeah. I... I didn't remember at the time, but he is known for playing the evil genie guy in the Wishmaster movies. I haven't seen those. They were good. Cool. Okay. Um, and a couple other action movies. He's known for being villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For drug yeah. cartel leaders, I mean, terrorists, and organized crime bosses. It feels a little rude, but he's got a kind of a villainy face. He like does. he's just. He got a little pigeonholed, maybe, but I mean, he's it got the works acne for scars him. and that ponytail. Yeah, yeah, and his pleated I liked, khakis. I did like him as a villain because he's ominous and he treacherous con- and like convincing. villainous, but he's not just a dick, right? Like right. he's not like abusing people. He's not doing anything out of line, really, as far as like human rights violations or anything. But yeah, I want to point out in this beginning scene, they really mm-hmm. focus on this cameraman really trying to get his footage of him getting closer yeah. and in front of the cops while they're pointing their guns at this window. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really understand this scene. Only to be um, seen on a small-ass TV of their of his dad getting taken by the uh, American government. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's weird. I hey. liked. Uh, I did like towards the end where they had the uh, hostages line the roof. Right. For the helicopter, like protect the helicopter. Um, I definitely thought they had a hostage with the judge, but they didn't keep him for long. They just no. uh, booted him out the helicopter, and I, it was. I think it was a little premature. I, yeah, a little premature, right? Like there are other helicopters around. Hang on to a minute. Escape. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the scene where the judge get kicks out gets kicked out is hilarious because uh, they take off and they kick him out in about fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. And then so he quick. falls for thirty. <laughs> <laughs> he falls a long time. It's true. He falls a long time. Back in the United States, the Regis High School, a prep school for teenage boys with wealthy and influential parents, half of whom have been expelled from other schools. Uh, there is a group of pranksters led by Billy Tepper, and that includes Billy's best friend, the gangster's son, Joey Trotta, Hank Giles, Ricardo Montoya, Jonathan Bradbury, and Phil Donahue. They labeled themselves the rejects, spray painting it on what sheriff's cars and the uh, entry sign. Yeah, the entry, the, the video, or the scene that we're talking about now is actually the entry sign. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we see the security it. guard yeah. and how inept he is, just entirely inept. Like a nerdy guy with his little baton. Yeah. <laughs> he has they a run gun. by and <laughs> he does have a gun, but he has that baton and they run by and steal the baton to distract him away from the sign. Yeah. I did like that scene. It was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it leads in really well. It just, the rest of it's not executed, of course. The thing about this part of the movie, before they even take over, it seems like it goes on for a bit, right? It's too long. Yeah, it's yeah. too long of a prep school setup scenario. Right. I mean, but they are quick to uh, fill Donahue. I guess there's some marshals that come to their room and say, hey, they got to take him away just in case um, this terrorist comes over. Mm hmm. And then it's like another 10 minutes of them, I guess, well, I guess that makes sense, showing the secret room that they all go to in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's kind of plot pivotal. Yeah, pivotal. A little bit. A it little is. bit. Um, the show's secret room, and yeah. then it shows his fancy uh, technology scene of him what tapping into the sex hotline. Yeah, he's got like the line repairman phone that he yeah. taps in with. And they call Pretty the sex line, and they... I would not want to drink that nasty mouthwash vodka they made. You know what? Is I kind of want to try it. Because peppermint schnapps taste like buttholes. It's, it's so strong, man. If you like mint juleps, that's for you. Yeah. I do honestly kind of want to try it. It's four parts Gross. 100 proof vodka, two parts peppermint schnapps for the mouthwash flavor, and one part creme de menthe to make it green. Damn, you It looks it, huh? and smells just like mouthwash. No, I wrote it down. I did not. Uh. I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, when I went on the cruise, me and Amy poured out a mouthwash and put some rum in it. And it still tastes like mouthwash. Yes, you cannot get With rid of the hint mouthwash. Of rum. So, yeah, no, it's. You need to add schnapps. No. <laughs> um, Maybe the cream, green crumb to mint. Who knows? Right. So, of course, they get caught. I always I like the scene where um, the dean picks up the phone right when she's talking about her nipples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My nipples are he so over... hard, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he overhears her talking to the boys. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, they did not cover their tracks very well. See, what they needed to do was bribe one of the poorer students because there are students there on scholarship. It's true. Who aren't preppy, you know, jerks. Right. You, you pay one of them to come with you, and move the little carts back over the trap door, and then come back later and let you out. Right. Man. Boom. Done. Louis Gossett would have never found yeah, it. Yeah, you're planning it out. Yeah. But the thing about they, this room... Oh, go ahead. They move these big, giant carts off of this like trap door and just leave carts out in the middle of the room? No. A bread basket. It's sloppy. It's sloppy. Well, you think he could put, like, a, like, a fishing string on it? Something like that. Yeah, something. You gotta do something. Yeah. But they did not. But I like this room they're in, man. I mean, where's Very the cool. actual access to it? All we ever see is like a hole in the wall. So they have all yeah. this like gear and stuff that they put through a hole in the wall. It's very Goonies-esque. 
where right. it's like a buried lost room that they've just built on top of which i really liked too yeah <laughs> it was good yeah. and it is just full of junk i mean tables and chairs yeah. and just I shit guess they just walled it in I, yeah i don't know Crazy. it's not never explained you know right phil's father is the federal judge presiding over enrique Cali's trial so the entire family is taken to a safe location as a precaution unaware of this Luis Cali and his gang invade the school to capture Donahue, killing the campus police and a faculty member who interferes. Furthermore, they set up lookout posts with heavy firearms and rig the campus with C3 explosives. Do you like the uh, the scene where they uh, come in as immigrants? Yeah. The gang? With yeah. the, the, the only American guy driving? Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. What was his name again in this? I don't Jack. recall. Jack, yeah. yeah it never yeah, really yeah. goes into detail, like, why he's just hanging out. Never mentions cartel. why he's with them, yeah, at all. He's a weird-looking little villain, though, a little thug. Jack mm-hmm. Thorpe. I've seen him in a couple other things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think maybe he's, like, their uh, demolitions expert. Could be, yeah. He seemed kind of techy. Right. Because Yeah, I don't know. Super nerd-like. I mean, they have no tact when they're taking over this school either. Yeah, they really don't. They I mean, I think they, I think they end up killing a couple people. Well, the the security guard for sure. Yeah. And then they end up killing um, one teacher in there as like a kid's trying to call nine one one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 The phone booth. Yeah. In the phone booth, which you know, technology. Yeah. <laughs> kids on the phone, uh, in the phone booth, and they just blast the phone with the kid still in the booth, like he's all quivering yeah. down in the corner yeah, yeah they don't and, kill him but they decide shoot to kill teacher. the teacher yeah yeah <laughs> it's crazy dude yeah i mean they know that the children are more of a threat obviously it's toy soldiers not adult soldiers right so that's i guess why they are loaded up in this i don't know was it a bread van dry cleaner van but they have yeah i think it was a bread van or something yeah I was, did you notice how many weapons they have they have rpgs got just a ton like Light anti-tank weapons is what it is. Yeah, what it I'm is. not sure it was RPGs. It was uh, uh, laws. Yeah, I think it was M72 law. Yeah. Um, but they also had um, a 50 caliber machine gun. Mm-hmm. Like a Browning or something. Like quite I've, a few I'm of those. that much of a gun nut. I don't know what that one was. Yeah. They had a ton of little MP5Ks, which right. is nice. They, but as I said, they had lots of little submachine guns. Lots of submachine guns. I don't mm. think they had any rifles, really, except for maybe the guys on the any. roof. Yeah, a couple guys on the roof, but, man, they were mm. loaded, weren't they? They were, yeah. They were stacked up, man. I think they could have used more terrorists in this. There were quite a few, but they obviously needed more. I counted around eight. Um, If you listen to the part where they are going over the plan right before they uh, send the book out with Sean Astin, right. uh, it sounds like there's more. I never really counted because I couldn't be bothered. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But they were, they were stacked. With Phil nowhere to be found and the sons of n- numerous influential individuals in his grasp, Luis takes the entire school hostage. Underestimating the threat, the local sheriff attempts to intervene, but is repelled by fire from a fifty caliber machine gun. The state police, FBI, and U.S. Army are called in, keeping their distance to avoiding to avoid provoking the terrorists. Thorpe arms the explosives with a detonator wired to a remote control device. Luis tapes to the back of his hand. <laughs> I thought this was the tackiest thing. I don't remember him duct taping it to his hand, but he does. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so I think we were past this, but doesn't matter. Um, the detonator. It's not like a dead man switch or anything. It's just a garage door opener. Attached. Electrical taped to the back of his arm like to a pit arm. boy. You know, it's it's like a pit boy, except would, of death. What if you're like sleeping, dude? And you're like scratching your face and hit it with then your you're dead. nose. Then you're a mass murderer. I'd be like, can you pin my arm up, please, while I sleep? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hang out on the IV. <laughs> yep. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like I there are better ways to do that. through, right? <laughs> it, it should have been a dead man switch. Like, honestly, it right. just should have been. Or like a speed a remote that he can just kind of set aside. It is what it is. And uh, yep. yeah, let's talk about that sheriff car that drives through. 
Yeah, they pull up and just get friggin' blasted with the the mounted machine gun. I mean, all the hood and the tires. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so the sheriffs are able to bail. They get out and they run to safety, but they the horn, live. horn's blaring. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the, the terrorists didn't like the sound of the horn, so they just hit it with a light anti-tank weapon. He was which, done uh, with it. <laughs> yeah, he was done with it. I mean, they only have so many of those, but he's like, fuck it. Let's kill mm-hmm. this noise. I mean, Did not need to do that. It was excessive, but it was also yeah, pretty cool. But it was pretty badass. It was one of like the, the cooler yeah. things in the movie, which is sad to say. I, I think it might be the only explosion. Um, at the end, I think like in the kitchen or something, right? I don't recall the kitchen explosion. We... There's other explosions. There has to be. This okay. is an action there film. There must be, right? There has to be. It's action. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he, he warns the authorities he'll set off the bombs should they attack the school. Luis demands that his father um, is released in exchange for the hostages. I do like I I like their tactic of counting the students. What once every hour? Once every hour they count every student. Ninety two, mm-hmm. I believe, right? Ninety two. Mm-hmm. That's not including the staff, which that's good. That is yeah, that is just the students. They don't count the staff. Well, they they only the staff. count the students. They let the staff go except for like the cooks and then the headmaster. Right. Yeah. And the dean. No, the dean isn't in there. No, you're right. The dean is not there. He's. He's the one who gets crazy involved with the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's not having know, it. That's his school. It's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie, you know? like Really? Again, the, the kids are the focus. The kids are the ones being counted. They're afraid of losing kids. Mm-hmm. Of course, there is um, a little bit of reason for that. Um, he calls forward a bunch of the different students, right? Like Billy Tepper, um, mm-hmm. the Mafia kid, several others Yeah. for having powerful, famous or rich fathers right so maybe there's some kidnapping at play as well well since their plan didn't work out with phil they decided to take that route which you know i mean it works Mm -hmm. it worked for this one which you know I, i i give it to them way to mix it up a little bit so the students under billy's leadership use their expertise and skirting authority to collect tactical information about the occupying forces, which Billy covertly brings to the authorities on the outside, eventually. So I want to talk about when the nighttime comes. I guess they're putting just a shit ton of kids into uh, small rooms. Right. In this all case... In, I'm, I'm assuming all in the same hallway, so right. that they can have less guards. They just watch one hallway instead of the whole door which you only see one guard like when they go there's one guard yeah and there's how many people it's like their whole gang plus these two young kids yogurt, yeah I think it's... and then the one guy who never says a single word did he never have a line i i don't think he's at, he talked at all so it was yogurt who had the weird flying disc yeah not aerodynamic at all no i i don't I know how it, it flies <laughs> it was offensive. I was like, why make it circle with like a weird fin in the back of it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was a, it was an awful little plane. It was bad, dude. Uh, but it flew pretty well. You got to give them that, right? It did. It was in the air. It made a lot of noise. Um, it did make a lot of noise. Chopped up some tree branches. System, although I'm pretty sure it was just made out of foam. I mean, it had some wheels on it. Yeah, I think it did have some did have some wheels. Right. That's true. I do want to point out, mm-hmm. they went overboard with the boys being in their fucking underwear. It was a little uh, much. Dude, like, every time they were in this room, someone was just just straight up in their underwear. No shirt, no shoes, no pants. Tidy whities Yeah. It was a little much for me. It was it was an odd choice directorial. Like, what's going on? I mean, I guess... I guess you will be. I mean, at least put a shirt on the dude. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's odd. I don't know. And the cross earring. Is that a 90s thing? Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't know. I don't I don't <laughs> think that was ever really a thing. Not for me anyways. It was, it was hard to picture little Gordy with a cross earring. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got no earrings. <laughs> no shit. So it shows, like, I guess a little montage of the guys collecting data... 
um, counting how many people there are, doing little things to figure out what weapons um, or what yeah. posts and how many men. Was it Torta? Was that his last name? No, Trotta. Um, Joey, that's, that's his name. He's, oh, okay, yeah. he's like this amazing artist. <laughs> he is, yeah he's, yeah. he's very skilled. I mean, look at those those facial uh, features he put on his uh, yeah his drawing. He, he would have had a very bright career as a sketch artist or just an artist. That's true. Um, spoiler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah, would have. He would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could have. It could have been done. Um, yeah. We should say because we keep referring to him as the mob boss's son, like the New Jersey mob boss, the leader of the New Jersey mafia, and this kid friggin' hates his father. Does not want to be associated with it at all. Hates it. He, yeah, he's not a big fan of his dad. Not a fan at all. Um, let's like see. that was worth mentioning. It is worth mentioning. I'd like to mention his escape plan mm-hmm. to give their information to the authorities. They have like a little yearbook that has a campus in it, and they're marking. I thought it was cool. They're marking where the terrorists are and how many. So. We're talking about yeah. the plan to... Uh, um, the Sorry, the yearbook thing was very clever. Yeah, yeah I thought it was cool. Marked out every emplacement and where the terrorists are patrolling and everything. Yeah, it was pretty good. Right. So they want to get all this information to the authorities. So they're, they don't really discuss how they're going to distract everyone. So we just kind of watch it as it happens. Yeah. It seems like they had a plan. Like, they definitely were they going definitely to did. do... What do they do on the way back for him to... They don't do anything because he gets captured. No, it was just the... He just snuck away. Right. To well, leave. And then the plane was to get past the guards on the way out. Mm-hmm. Correct? And then he got out. And then to get back in, he was running late, so there was no distraction. But something came up. There was yeah. no planned distraction. There was something. I can't remember. Well, uh, he... Oh, Gossett actually distracts them with the helicopter. Right. Yeah, the Dean flies over with a helicopter, distracting the guards just enough for Tepper to run through. I do like to point out as well, though, that um, Mm -hmm. I don't know why the government wouldn't let him go back Mm -hmm. when they know they do a head count. Yeah, that's a little silly. That's just extra drama. Yeah. I mean, we're also lucky that he made him do a head count like three times. To buy him some yeah. time. Yeah, he was a very forgiving one student missing terrorist guy. But the way he escaped, there's like a uh, like a little sewer system mm-hmm. that they went in, that he went through. I guess that he knew about because he used to, I guess, escape to buy vodka and all that shit. Yeah, and it's probably on the way to that room or close to that room or something. Right. He also, there's a, like a, a big puddle he falls in, so he's completely soaked on the way back he yeah. ended up stealing like a jeep to he head did back. yeah he yeah. stole a military jeep from the <laughs> compound and i love the little military tent that they're into yeah and he just like takes out a support super easily like it's yeah. just a stick just holding up a tent that's exactly just, what he did yeah that's all it was it was just a stick not anchored at all holding up a sheet oh the FBI it was like a child play fort yeah yeah it worked so that's funny <laughs> Um, but yeah, you're right. It was a helicopter. They got a little too close, so they were kind of shooting at it with the uh, machine gun. Mm-hmm. And then they gave him plenty of time to come back and act like he was taking a shower all wet yeah. and gross. Which I, I love thought it. was he, great. He, it's pretty clever. He used uh, his head. But it is storm drain water. Yeah, it would stink. Now, storm drain water is not pleasant. He would be dirty. <laughs> it would be filthy, yeah. Also, he just left his clothes lying on the floor in some random in classroom. classroom. Yep. I hope they don't open that door. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> and you would think they would lock the window. They did not. Yeah. No. That could have been the one he... No, he didn't go out that way, did he? Uh-uh. I don't know. He went through, no, like, I don't know. like a, a basement or something. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of plot holes. Right, and of course... Yeah, it's okay. Luis is all pissed off. And he beats him with like an now, like an instructor rod or something, right? I have to. We have to pause again because this scene, the headcount scene, is, you know, it's a little bit of a sensitive subject. But I'm just gonna, you know, lower Shoot my it. head and 
rush on through, right? Yeah. Uh, so one of the students had the brilliant idea, I think honestly a brilliant idea, to try and get counted twice. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great idea. The problem was in the execution. This this is a prep school in the 90s that is, I would say, like 95% white. 98% white. 98% white. Yeah. And they had the black this, kid do it. In this and it's, yeah. you know, he was the maybe they had to. Guy. Yeah, maybe they had I to saw. because... I, I don't know, Primitive man. Action. I don't know. I don't know, it's, man. It just seems odd that that was the one that tried to get away right. with it. Anybody else would have done perfectly well. I, I thought the exact same thing, dude. Yeah. I was just like, and it's, why Hank? <laughs> anybody else. <laughs> I am, you know, that's his friend, though. I get it. Yeah. Props I, for trying. I, good for him. Yeah, good for him for trying. It just should have been someone else. Or, you know, another thing I was thinking, why don't they all just kind of, like, shuffle like down and kind of mess up his count so he'd had to restart a couple of times yeah although that might get a couple of very specific beatings yeah but you know you don't want to kill someone <laughs> but yeah hank was hank got away lucky i mean they yeah. just kind of like grabbed him and pushed him away like get out of here and man yeah. hank dressed like your like typical 90s dude man oh dude 90s yeah the, the shorts top. with like the yeah. pattern basketball shorts yeah yeah he had those uh high tops with the the high socks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, I think that was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie, which is sad. <laughs> right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So that happens. Um, yeah, so Billy gets back. Mm-hmm. Billy gets back. He's soaking wet. He ditches his clothes. He goes, I had a shower. And the guy that found him brings him in. And he's like, yep. He's wet. Moist. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. That makes sense. <laughs> well, that's awkward, but moving yeah. past that, um, Luis is not happy about he it. He is not, dude. He He's not. His ass. He, does he hit him and then take him to the dean's office, or does he no. vice versa? He takes him to the dean's office and then slams his face. He does give him a face. stomach blow, right? Yeah, okay. He slams his face on the uh, headmaster's desk mm-hmm. and then pulls out that that pointing stick like it looks oh like yeah he whoops it and he's that's right yeah several times although you can tell that blood was fake as shit afterwards oh yeah uh, yeah 100 percent. yeah all right uh, but while this was going on billy was very subtly because luis did not notice uh checking out the room he was he saw the confiscated plane mm-hmm. and remote he saw the little vent directly above the headmaster's desk or Dean's desk, whatever the fox desk. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was scoping it out. He was small vent. Coming up with a little plan. He was. Just in yep. case. Yep. The gear's constantly uh, turning, that's for sure. He's a he's a bright kid. Mm-hmm. It now skips to uh Joey's father, the New York City Ooh. mob boss. To a hotel room. <laughs> with hotel a, room. Yeah, that's where uh the mob boss Mm, yes. Yeah. He arranges through Luis's father for his son to be released. Because I guess their their family are friends, I guess. They do business, right? Yeah, like Luis business. is a drug cartel guy and, right. and mafia needs drugs, right? Like gotta, that gotta makes have sense. your blow. That's true. Yeah, that makes sense. Um Joey, contemptuous of his father, refuses to go. Mm-hmm. He overpowers uh, one of the thugs, steals a submachine gun, and goes and opens fire on another terrorist. Um, terribly, <laughs> horribly, terribly executed. Very kid-like, though, right? Like you just see action movies yeah, and you see right. like he shoots it see... and it goes all up in the air. Yeah, you see Stallone just holding down the trigger mm-hmm. on an M60 and like, yeah, I got this, you know, and it just goes up. Just straight up in the air. I know. Surprised he didn't his hit first his friend. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, not much hope for him yeah. in the uh, military department, especially since he gets gut shot and murdered. He, yeah, he gets fucked up. He does. He gets murdered to shit. Which, I mean, it throws a wrench in that plan. Yeah. So much for the mob boss getting his son back. Yeah. Um, Luis tries to uh, impress, impress upon Parker who comes to retrieve the body, which is uh, Louis Gauss Jr., um, that it was an accident. 
but the mob boss, Albert, takes revenge by having Enrique killed in prison. Like the stabbing? I didn't even see that coming, man. When I was little, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was pretty wild. It was pretty good, man. Yeah, that was that was a decent little turn of events there. Yeah. Knowing that they must act before Luis can learn of his father's death, the authorities undertake a rescue mission. FBI hostage rescue team personnel, trailed by Parker. Come on, Dean. Have this pistol. Let's go. He, he, he does, dude. I thought it was badass. Yeah. He doesn't... He's not given a pistol right away. It's no. it's later on, but right. yeah, I don't know why he's coming along. Yeah, well, that's his boys. That's his school. So, I mean, just because it's Louis Gossett Jr. Right, right? and like, he's a badass. He's, that's the reason. Yeah. True. Supported by the army and armed with the information provided by Billy, uh, they covertly infiltrate the school and begin taking out terrorists. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Billy and his friends sabotage the remote control receiver for the detonator. So there's a lot of things that happen. After his death, Billy kind of, I guess, gives up, gives up right? That scene kind of threw me. He does, yeah. He's he's done. He's ready to throw in the towel. He's, you know, they're, they're flashing the lights saying, hey, we're ready to come in. Are you guys ready to do your part? Um, and he's like, no, they, they won't rely on us if we don't answer them. So just fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Not in as many words. Uh, yeah, he's real depressed. But then his friends just wave that mirror anyways and signal them that they're ready. Right. Well, they kind of get onto his ass too. They're like, Hey, this is your idea for us to do this. And we all agreed. Stop being yeah, a exactly. We like Joey yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, this part was pretty cool when they were, uh, the kids kind of doing their own thing. I think my favorite, my actual favorite part, uh, he's doing his pots and pans. He goes, I'm just sitting here cleaning pots and pans. And he's like, what? Pots and pans. <laughs> yeah, all one word. Pos and pans. Yeah. What is pos and pans? Yeah. <laughs> That's and pretty good. He gets smacked in the back of the dome. Can you, you know, imagine getting pots and pans? Yeah. Wangs them on. Yeah. That fucking pans gotta hurt so fucking hard. That was a serious pan. I think it was cast iron, right? Like it, it is a, a cast iron pan. Hefty, hefty thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't want it. Yeah. No shit. And you know it's getting serious when uh, Luis takes his ponytail out. During these scenes. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, we did uh, skip over the vent scene, though, here. Right. The pause and pans was right after Billy was done with the vents. Right. Yeah, I just... I immediately thought of the pause and pans. It really stands out. Yeah, the pause and pans really stands out. But yeah, he... Uh, that's just, It's the bathroom scene, right? They have Yeah, yogurt. he runs into the bathroom and yogurt is uh, with, with him. Yeah. And then the, the other kid who doesn't really who talk, doesn't talk at all, who <laughs> we don't know who it is, yeah, is there. And he's like, okay, so just turn the water off if there's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when I was watching this, I thought, that's backwards. Right. Right? The default setting for the water is off, so turn it on if there's a problem. Exactly. Because then I don't... people would be like, um... I mean, what you did. The, yeah, the enemy I don't guy. know. It's just—it had to be backwards for the movie to do what it wanted to do, though, right? Like, I mean, that's yeah. So that's why it's backwards. It's just because to make it a close encounter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so yeah. you know, the kids. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so the kid that we don't know is just standing there watching the water and waiting for them to come back after they climb up on the toilet and go into this little vent. Yeah, with the water rolling. And, uh, water running. It's mm-hmm. a good thing there's not like a plug or any kind of like slow drain or anything. No, it's just overflow. Like, well, there's two sinks, right? Or you can just keep flushing the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, yeah. It's true. <laughs> we can't forget the uh, the Emmy awarding uh, distraction of the inhaler <laughs> or the kid choking. Yeah. Was it Keith yeah. Coogan? <laughs> Keith Coogan, yeah. He definitely he had a history Speaking of an asthma. asthma attack. And he went and nuts. He, and then he instantly, whenever everyone's back in there, he's like, all better. Yeah. I love it when they do that. All better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not going to cause like, any... come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what's happening. Yeah. That's but yeah, the you got to give the terrorist credit, though, because they actually went and pulled the kid's medical file to see if he had asthma. Yeah. They were that concerned about him faking it. It's true. And so just the medical file with him having asthma is enough, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was it was a pretty good pretty good little uh, fake out. 
it worked well. Yeah. It did what it needed to do. You know? True. And the headmaster was there kind of just act, egging it on, dude. Yeah. I don't know if he knew it was going on or not, but no. he, he definitely seemed to be part of it. Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It was good. I loved how when that guard came in, that kid just turned it off and left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. someone else in there. He actually he was washing his hands and yeah. bam, the water's off and he's gone. Like, fucking good he luck, Billy. He didn't say a damn thing. Well, he did. I <laughs> guess he kind of like tapped uh, the Montoya kid. Go in the oh, bathroom. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he didn't say he anything because. Did. Because they didn't want to pay him for having yeah. lines. <laughs> yeah. I think you can pay the SAG guys like 50 bucks if you don't give them lines. That's true. <laughs> Something like that. I'm not sure it was a cool experience. A it's conversation really neat, piece yeah. where you're dating. It's like, yeah, you ever see this movie in 91 called Toy Soldiers? I was Yogurt's friend. <laughs> it was that kid that didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That'd be all right. Yeah, so they what do they uh, replace... They yeah, do. so they with the plane. So Billy drops in, and uh, the plan is to swap the chip from the remote control, I believe, of the plane with the uh, receiver for the detonator. That's like the right. thing that receives the garage door opening pulse and then sets off the bomb. That's right. So Billy goes straight for the bomb and freaks yogurt out. No, 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 not that. The one with the blinking light. So he's <laughs> you know he grabs the right thing. You're right. And yogurt walks him through the step. It's it's easy, just plug and play. The different mm-hmm. colors, he's worried about it, but it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Totally fine. Anything Everything's fine. Yeah. And uh, he hears someone coming before he's able to get back out, right? So he just ducks behind the desk. And I love the bit where the yogurt in the thing grabs the the grate and pulls it up and you still see his fingers hiding yeah. out from the like sticking out from the roof. It's pretty fun. That's true, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was American guy. What's his name again? Jack. Jack, yeah. Thorpe. Yeah, he's in too much of a rush to notice anything's yeah, amiss, and he just course. heads back out, and everything's fine. You know, he's Doesn't back up into the vent, yeah. no problem. Which um, they get back out of the vent. Of course, they get caught mm-hmm. because it's a stupid kid. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Matoya comes in. And this is when it starts happening, man. They start taking out these guards one by one. This, yeah, this is where it goes off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. Um, yeah, Montoya comes in and jacks that guard up. Do they take the gun or do they just they take move the it? Gun. Yogurt gets they it. You take the gun. Yeah, okay. that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they and do. And they start they start knocking these guards out one after another. Yeah, because uh, Luis is at the uh, up in the tower, I guess, because mm-hmm. um, when they were sniping the FBI, were sniping the dudes. One of them like threw a grenade or something as he was dying, which got Luis's attention. Okay, I don't remember that exactly. I know, and you watched this movie last night. Last night, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, three week times. Ago. <laughs> yeah, um, that's okay. It's in my notes. If we were following my notes at all, I, I would know it. Follow your notes, man. Fast we skip around it. too much. We skip around too much. Yeah, anyway, that's okay. Because who wants to talk about this movie for an hour and forty-five minutes? Yeah, not I. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, they. They end up, um, there's only one guard in the cafeteria afterwards. They take that dude out, and then mm-hmm. they move all the kids to that little little crevice where they are having the uh, the sex worker on the phone. Yeah, that's their escape tunnel. Right. Louis Gossett Jr., he's got that walkie-talkie from that wounded soldier, took his gun. Mm-hmm. He's a badass. He's being a badass, FBI for sure. FBI are, are coming in from above with the helicopters. Jorge is shooting him with his machine gun, getting overtaken. And then I like the scene where uh, Luis is freaking out. His hair is undone. He goes to the kitchen. It's empty. Full panic mode. But then he somehow knew that Sean Astin was behind that door. Which I like that part. He's like, he faked it out and then smacked him with the door. Yeah. You remember that part? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because that's how he gets him a hostage. Right. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest. Last night when I was watching this movie, I was checked out by this point. Were you? <laughs> I was so checked out. I was like, I'm well, so done with this movie. The FBI is taking over, so he grabs uh, Billy into like the dean's room, and uh, I guess he has him with his arm around him, right? Yeah, he's got he's got a grab on him. Right, and he's trying to reach for the uh, 
the plugs to he's ready to blow it up. Yeah, he tries the detonator, the plane just kind of blew, you know, whatever. Yep. And Lewis. at that point I I remember saying, you know, like, oh. oh, he can just do anything with any of the cables and it'll go off, right? And then right. there he goes going for him. Cause, so that because was good. he tried hitting the uh they switched the uh the detonator in time. He he tries to mm-hmm. blow it up and the damn plane flies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep, that's why he's did going do that. for the wires. Then uh, he goes for the wires. FBI yeah. jumps in, but just in time, Louis Costa Jr. comes in and shoots him right in his head. Yeah. Yeah. I always He got him in the back, didn't he? The exit wound was like here-ish. Well, Louis Gossett, he got shot in like the under his his arm. Yeah. Like well, I mean, he hit he titty. hit Luis from behind. No, nah, he he hit him while he was flying to the window. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's where Luis got a nice head wound. He did, I, yeah. I gotta give it up to the makeup department. It looked real to me. Was it like, was pretty shit. decent, man. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty decent. Um, I did watch the movie with a friend of mine, and he's like, oh, it's super fake. But, I mean, obviously it was fake. Well, it's the 90s, but for that time, I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, they let all the kids out. <laughs> that's it. That's That's really it, yeah. Yeah. They have this beautiful moment of being out. I do want to mention this campus. So it always seemed a little small to me when they're out in the uh, in the yard. Yeah, it was weird. So they filmed in two different locations, for the outside and then the inside. They filmed it in um, a Jesuit school in oh. Charlottesville, okay. Virginia, and then they did a couple other scenes in San Antonio. Nice. Yeah, weird, um, right? Yeah, that's really far away from each other. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. I mean, it worked pretty well. Yeah, I think so. And really, the movie ends with uh, Sean Astin walking out Lewis Gossett with his strap. The kids just going out off campus. Yeah, that was basically it. Like, everybody's just walking away, happy no parents, ending. parents, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. A, a few there FBI was... members. But yeah, man, that was uh, Toy Soldiers. Yeah, all in all, um, not a great movie. It was okay. Not the I worst. I think I'll watch it again. I might see if I, the boy wants to watch it. But I likely won't watch it again. Here's a here's a neat thing. Um, mm-hmm. For their performance in this movie, Sean Astin, Will Wheaton, Keith Coogan, T.E. Russell, and George Perez were all nominated for an Outstanding Young Ensemble cast in a motion picture. Oh, neat. Yeah, but they lost to uh, Boys in the Hood. I don't think I ever saw that one. It was okay. It was a pretty good movie for its time. Mm, okay. Yeah. But uh, thank you for listening. Corey and Bryson out. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to VHS Trackers. You can follow us at roguemedianetwork.com. Signing off, this is Corey. And Bryson. Saying have a totally rad day. Late. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.